Episode 61 of the 222 podcast right here on readyneagle.com slash 222. As always, brought to you by Clingers Pubs. To get more information on all three fantastic locations, head on over to clingerspubs.com where you'll find out more about the original Clingers on Carsonia, the place for great food at a great price, and, of course, fantastic beer. Stop on by for daily specials and happy hours Monday through Thursday with $2 domestic drafts. That's Clingers on Carsonia. But if you can't get over to Clingers on Carsonia, don't worry. There's two more fantastic locations, including Clingers of Fleetwood. It's famous for more than 30 domestic and craft beers on tap. And let's not forget about the brand new location, Clingers at the Airport, where you can enjoy everything from breakfast to late night snacks, both Clingers at the Airport and Clingers of Fleetwood offer late night specials and happy hours with dollar off draft beer. So choose wisely, choose Clingers of Fleetwood, Clingers at the airport, or Clingers on Carsonia. Get more information on all three of those fantastic locations, as I said, at ClingersPubs.com. That's ClingersPubs.com. And make sure you like all three locations on Facebook. They each have their own separate Facebook pages. So we're back here in the 222 World Headquarters in the Basement Studio. I'm joined by Dan Newbert. He's on my left. Robbie Lessig missing another show, but it's tough to give him too much crap for this one, Dan, because Robbie's wife, uh, the contractions have begun, and uh, she's looking to have a baby here probably sometime this weekend. Yeah, something we have to give Robbie a little leeway. It's yeah. something out of his control. Yes. I mean, it was... Uh, I guess you can say it was in his control. Yes, ultimately, but, ultimately, uh, but, but right now, ultimately, out of his let's 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 all agree, not in his control. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely and utterly, Leah making all the decisions there. <laughs> let's just. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that in all every relationship. Yeah, just from uh, meeting Robbie on the uh, just shaking his hand, you kind of get that. You got to get that. <laughs> he gives off the yes, dear kind of vibe. Yeah, so do I. Oh, uh, that's true. So yes. do I as well. Though. <laughs> yes. I think we were raised right. You don't even have a deer. Exactly. You just yes. Uh, you just know. Yeah, just know. You just absolutely <laughs> totally get it. But Robbie not here this week. Uh, maybe we'll see or hear from him in the chat. We are on Facebook Live, so if you uh, do come across us on Facebook over the next hour, we're recording this here on a Saturday morning. Uh, feel free to sit by, watch. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Lots to get into i just returned from vacation yesterday just in time for the torrential downpour that whipped and wiped its way through berks county so uh dan and i each had excitement uh during the rainstorm and i think dan maybe had a little more excitement that i had so we will uh, talk about that plus i got some uh pretty uh, good i think vacation stories and we'll talk about dan about his week on the weeu morning show so lots and lots of stuff to get into plus we of course have our snacks and our drinks that we're going to try, and we will dip in once again to the New Zealand box. Ooh, these uh, New Zealand box that you always are guessing. Yes. Is this going to be good or not out of here and in the New Zealand box? really no way to tell. It's always at least interesting. It is always oh, 100% interesting, but the problem is you reach in there, and I just put my hand in, and I feel around, and there's no way to know just by looking at the product whether it's going to be good or bad because we've had some stuff that you're like, you know what? I think that's going to be okay, and then you try it, and it's just really disturbing. And yeah. then you've had the other thing, like the chocolate-covered chewy pineapple stuff, which was actually pretty good. Oh, okay. And, and like when you look at that, and you read about it, and even before you try it, you're like, that's not going to work. Yeah. And yet, it's just okay. The milk bottles, I still am trying to get the taste out of my mouth. Well, I don't even know, I, I don't even know how you can get away with calling those milk bottles. No, they were not. They no. were 
something. That was a science experiment gone wrong. Horribly wrong. Horribly, horribly wrong. But uh, no more milk bottles in this box, thank goodness, as we did. I don't know if it's lucky or unlucky. Already get through those. But uh, lots of stuff to get into. As I said, episode 61 of the 222 podcast, Sans Robbie Lessig, starts right now. Flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Eco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. All righty, welcome, welcome, uh, uh, welcome. I missed that. Did you? I, so much. Nobody believes that. I do. It's a Saturday afternoon. You'll be hearing this on Monday or whenever you want to get to it. That's the beautiful thing about a podcast. We're up on readyneagle.com slash 222. You can also get us on your Apple Podcasts app. What's an Apple Podcasts app? They make it sound so fancy, but it's the podcast app. That comes standard on your iPhone. Probably the easiest way to get it, honestly. Yeah. It just it's go right in there, there on your phone. It is. Just type in 222 or my full name, Mike Keller, and it's going to pop up. You hit subscribe. Automatically, the show's feed right into your queue, as the British like to say, and you'll have it each and every Monday morning. And then another uh, British-type word, at your leisure. Oh, okay. That's how they say leisure over there. And you weren't, you didn't go over the pond for no. vacation. You no, didn't. I was in the pond. Oh, okay. But I didn't go over the pond. Gotcha. Uh, I did uh, work on some of my British terms, though. Okay, I see that. Leisure. <laughs> and uh, your leisure, you can listen to it whenever you want throughout the week. It is the 222 Podcast. If you have an Android device, don't worry. There is an application for you. Just go into your app store absolutely free. You can download the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, and you can get us right there. Watch us on Facebook Live when we do the show live up on Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Tweet at us at Mike and Robbie and shoot us an email, 222M&R at gmail.com. As we mentioned, Robbie Lessig not here. Uh, At some point this weekend, he will go from just a guy with a wife to a father man Robbie the father it's a crazy I tell you (laughs) when you go from just a guy with a wife to a father it's a weird like 24 36 48 however long the process takes of the birth it's a weird wild ride man now do they give you the dockers when your baby is born or uh, does that come afterwards you get the pleated dockers uh, <laughs> after right after the baby's born as you're checking out from the hospital hospital one of those when you're checking out from the hospital they hand you a sealed package hermetically sealed package and when you get they say don't open till you get home because gotcha. it's a little emotional and you get home you put the baby in the bassinet you sit down have a moment with your wife and then you open up the package and in there is the really 
almost khaki, but let's face it, closer to white. You know yeah. that you know yeah. that shade I'm talking a about? A creamy. A creamy khaki that is in there, pleats, and it has the cuffs on the bottom as well. Wow. So that's that's welcome to dadhood. Welcome to dadhood. Uh, Robbie, uh, I don't know what size he wears, though, so we'll have to figure out like what size pleated khakis Robbie will need for the uh, podcast when he returns, because he should dress. Like, I want to see Robbie when he comes back in a pair of pleated dockers and like a blue horizontally striped golf shirt. And it wouldn't be complete if he didn't throw a fanny pack on there. Oh, too. obviously. That, yeah. that would be great. And a sensible loafer. Oh, and it's got to be sensible. Oh, it's I'm sensible. glad you added that. Yeah, well, you have a father now. <laughs> you have other concerns, so you have to wear a sensible loafer. And by the way, his polo shirt cannot be a fancy Under Armour polo no, shirt. No, It has to be one of those old-timey, like, three-inch thick cotton ones. Off-brand. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Van Heusen. Van Hughes, yeah, that's that sounds very. I mean, that's dad-like. not even off brand, but that's a dad like brand right that, there. That's a dad brand. I have a couple Van Heusen shirts, and you could only get it after your daughter was exactly. born. Exactly, sure. yeah. and like you're gonna have to turn in all your uh, fancy uh, arm hugging polo t shirts oh, once you uh, once you have a once you have a kid. Well, I'm glad. Uh, hopefully, that's not going to be coming soon. I'm not ready to to, to trade in the uh, the arm huggers. Yet. Yes, you have to go to the way too big t shirts, <laughs> and then you have to wear cargo shorts for the rest of your life because you've given up. Well. I'm okay with giving up, but uh, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for the daughter part of it yet. No, we're the son. So Robbie will be having a little boy. We wish him and his wife the best. I was over there last night in true Robbie form. We had planned to have a poker game, and uh, Robbie wanted to have one last hurrah. And I don't think – I think, like, the the official due date for the uh, little young Lessig isn't until early September, so he's a little ahead of schedule. Uh, so it seemed safe to plan a poker game for Friday night, August, I guess it would be the 18th. Today's the 19th, I think. Yep. When you're on vacation, the actual date doesn't matter. Like, I was good at keeping days straight, Yeah. but the actual date kind of eluded me. Well, I got to give you at least credit for keeping the days straight, because yeah. that, that can get chancy. It can, especially when you go. I will tell you, we'll get into the vacation story in just a little bit, but uh, we decided to plan a poker game, and we went over the last night, and she was having some contractions. Now, they were pretty far apart. But still, like, it's her first child. It's his first child. Yeah. And when my wife was having contractions, I was a mess. I could I was imagine. a hot, anxiety-ridden mess. And meanwhile, he's downstairs drinking beer, eating sausages, and talking about this candied jalapeno dip that he just made for the poker game oh. while his wife's upstairs. And again, she was completely fine. We were yeah. in the house. And as soon as she said, it's got to go, it's got to go, uh, they went. And I guess it didn't work out last night. They were sent home. But... You know, he was just cool, calm, and collected. I would have never been able to focus on my friends or poker while that was taking place. And I got him giving credit because I think him being cool, calm, and collected helped Leah stay cool, calm, and collected last night. So truly the ultimate poker face yes. is Robbie Lessig. If you can play poker while your wife <laughs> is near to birth, giving birth, you really, I think you... you you're showing some. You're showing some stones there. I think that's the definition of poker face. Yeah, I could not have done it. Like I just would have been sitting. You wouldn't. I'm I, with you. I'm totally with you. I would have had a poker face too because I just would have been sitting there sweating, biting my nails. It wouldn't have been a poker grinding face. my teeth. It yeah. would have been a. I'm terrified of my uh, life to come face. Yeah, not my, not my <laughs> hand. Yeah. Not what you're betting. I'm just more worried about. I'm going to ruin a person's life. Yeah, the only reason you have a poker face is because you don't even know what yeah. your cards are. You I probably forgotten. Look at you just threw your chips in. Are we are we playing another hand? Like <laughs> checking your phone doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> doesn't matter. And I got to give hats off to both of them. So they, uh, we wish them nothing but the best. Hopefully, yes. uh, real soon we'll be able to make a giant announcement here on the 222 podcast about the arrival of another Lessig. And in true Robbie form, I don't know if he wanted to break this news. 
but I have to just put this out there because it's awesome. He was uh, talking about baby stuff last night, son stuff. Of course, it's it's top of mind for everybody in that house while that's taking place. Uh, you know, upstairs, and it's really soon to be happening to one of our friends. Uh, as you know, Robbie, like the biggest wrestling fan you're ever going to meet. Ever. He had wrestling on while we were playing poker last night. That's next level. When I'm hosting poker games, we watch Beer Fest, Super Troopers, and other stupid comedy movies. He had an old Royal Rumble on from like an 19, old one? 1992 or 1993 where Ric Flair wins. I don't know. And then Ric Flair oh, okay. gives a uh, promo. He cuts a promo after the match where he for somehow in some way never blinks in five or six minutes. And I love how I'm sure Robbie was like, hey, wait, the best part's coming up. And he was oh. like, 30 people are in the Royal Rumble. They all come in and, and like the most... Uh. You know, generic wrestler, he'd be like, coming up next is the uh, Repo Man. And here comes the Repo Man. (laughs) He wasn't looking on his phone. He just knew. And speaking of him Uh, being a wrestling fan, he he already bought his son a tiny little championship belt. So he's already ready to go. Yes. The son will be carrying the torch. So there will be a baby picture. I'm sure maybe one of the first official baby pictures. And that's the one I want to release on our uh, website, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, will be Robbie and uh, Chase Lessig sitting there uh, in their belts. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. What they should have done, instead of getting a championship belt, he should have gotten a matching tag team belt for his tag title. Ah, yeah. There we go. They could have been the Lessig tag team champions. I think uh, for uh, maybe this year, he got to dress him up as Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. he's a little guy, and uh, that would work perfectly. Or like the mini Doink the Clown. Yes. That used to be running around. Yes. That would be Awesome. I think so. Absolutely awesome. So best of uh, luck, best wishes to uh, Robbie and Leah, and we can't wait to meet the little guy right here on the 222 podcast. So how was your week? Before we get into mine, you spent a week uh, hosting, and I sure do appreciate you taking the uh, taking the uh, helm and the reins while I was gone uh, of the uh, WEEU morning show. Now, the show itself, it was fun while I was in the studio. Yes. Outside the studio, a pretty rough week for me, Mike. Why? Um, what went down? So I, I talked a little bit about it on the air, but uh, so the one morning, I guess it was Thursday morning. Okay. So the first couple days actually went pretty smoothly. It went pretty smoothly, but I, I had I had filled in three days before. So, yes. so I was used to, you know, being on the morning show for three days. But as this fourth day approached, everything started falling apart. Uh, Welcome to my world. I I don't know if you infected me or what, Mike, uh, but seriously, I take a right off of my street to head in to the the morning show on Thursday morning. Not many people on the street, so I take a right. That is the best part about the morning show schedule. You never deal with traffic. Not a single car on the road, Mike. On the way there and on the way home, usually traffic's good. Nothing. Yep. So, uh, unfortunately... Uh, no cars on the road, but a skunk on the road. And I don't know if this skunk uh, was either impaired or just had a death wish, but this thing made a beeline for my car. And then since there was no one on the so road. So you were playing chicken with a skunk. Basically. Yeah, I was playing chicken <laughs> with a skunk. The thing was making a beeline for me. And then since there was no one on the road, I thought, you know, I don't want to end this animal today. Yes. So I swerved. And the thing followed my swerve, so it had to have had a death It was wish. a kamikaze skunk. It was. It was a kamikaze skunk right into my wheel. I hear the, the dreaded pop oh. that you never want to hear, and nearly immediately, I start smelling that- uh, The that sweet aroma of, of skunk. skunk. Exactly. Oh. So the whole entire ride in to the morning show, I'm just smelling skunk. By the time I got to the station, I was literally wincing, tears coming out of my eyes. 
walk inside to the station, and the first thing, Mitch Lambert, he was also in, the first thing that he says to me is, do you smell a skunk outside? I was outside? just about to ask you, did the skunk linger on your skin or your clothes at all? He said, did you smell a skunk outside? I'm not sure if it lingered on myself. Okay. I don't believe so, but he said outside. Right away, he was able to smell it. And then we also had some people, we were across the street from the Redding Eagle, a yeah. couple Redding Eagle people saying, is there a skunk outside? So it was my car. Now, does your car still smell like skunk? I actually, it was a blessing in disguise because I went and got a car wash. Ah. I've had my car for nearly, uh, probably actually over a year. It was never, my first car wash. Never washed? Yeah, so it was a blessing in disguise. So you find, so it took a skunk. Maybe that was uh, the rest of the world commenting on the dirtiness of your car. Yeah. God sent a skunk. To get you to wash the yeah, car. Yeah, I have an Eagle's magnet on the back of it, and I had to actually scrape off the Eagle's magnet as it was uh, it was fused it was to the car. On yes, there? it was oh. fused to the car. So oh. that uh, maybe the skunk was a blessing in disguise. But then the day after, you were saying about that flooding. Yeah. Last night, oh my goodness! I I still I live with my parents, but they have been in their house for uh, I mean as as old as I am, and we have never had any flooding. So my parents went to a concert last night. Well, um, for people who don't know, if you're listening, you're not in the area. Yesterday, oh, yeah. a, a really quick-moving but poor-down storm system made its way through Berks County, and like two and a half inches of rain in parts of the county fell over a span of minutes, literally minutes. I mean, it just the skies opened and a complete and utter downpour. I, I, I didn't even know that it was just two and a half inches. It honestly seemed like more because, I, like I said, never any flooding that had in this in this house there was literally water pouring through the front door. My parents, of course, a night when they were gone, they were at a concert. I look out in our, uh, our, our front door and notice a little water coming in underneath. Oh, my goodness, Mike. Now, you didn't open the front door then, did you? No, no. Okay, so I was smart goodness. enough that I didn't open it and let the wall of water pour in. But I just see this leaking underneath. So what I started grabbing towels. You started looking for Leonardo DiCaprio exactly. and Kate Winslet. I, it really was like that. <laughs> Billy Zane's going to try to kill me. I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know Kate was your gal, Billy. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm grabbing all kinds of towels. I make a makeshift dam, so I at least have, you know, a pool of water to work with. Luckily, whenever you're hanging out in the house, you wear your hip waders. Yes, yes, luckily. Yes. Luckily so. <laughs> uh, but the one thing I was thinking was maybe getting, uh, you ever see those, um, the, uh, they're spray guns. Yeah, the water guns. Them My daughter has those. So I was thinking of using that to get the water out, just you know, just opening a window and yeah, shooting, shooting it out, out the, the window. window. But I was like, that's going to take forever. My arms are going to get so tired. So I had the ingenuity. We have a couple shop vacs. So I grabbed some shop vacs. So instead was... of going with a manual kid's toy, you decided to go with a tool that was actually designed for this job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I was thinking... Bold move, Dan. Yeah. What, what a guy, Bold right? Bold move. Really smart. That's college education right there. So get these shop vacs and I had one plugged in on one wall, one plugged in on the other wall, and then I would be tag teaming them. Uh, so the one the one shop vac we have it kind of has a smaller dish that'll fill up. Okay. So I would I would let that one fill up and then I would unclick it, grab that dish, turn on the other shop vac and leave it there sucking up the water and sprint and go dump out the other pan and then come back, turn that one on, let the other motor rest while I used that one, kept filling up the pan. The only problem was there was so much water, I filled up the shop vac, had to carry the shop vac out the front door, walking it through the house. The thing had to have been like 50, 75 pounds. You needed a shop vac to empty that shop vac. I was just like pumping myself up like, come on, Dan. I literally felt like it was the strongest man competition, and uh, it was just me trying to clean up some water. So luckily, uh, I was able to uh, keep the dam and using the shop vac about an hour's worth of work. Jeez. I got it all cleaned up. So, but and your house is saved. 
house is saved and luckily the floor there not carpeted it's concrete so it all dried up and uh, i just got to do some repainting there as uh some of uh some of the uh the what's that called the molding i yeah, guess yeah, on the yeah. bottom got a little bit scuffed up but not too bad no not your too bad it could have be been much worse your could've parents could have been, be been much much Did you worse. get a hearty handshake from dad i got a hearty handshake from dad and hopefully uh maybe a dinner later in this i would weekend. hope so i'll get a dinner out get of some it. hot wings out yeah, of it exactly. or something some he, fries he, he threw me a summer shandy and he said you're done good you're kid. done good kid <laughs> here's a crappy beer that you can now enjoy <laughs> shandies i can't get my mind wrapped around shandies are you I, into I actually, them i actually do like them yeah my wife on vacation got a six pack of the pumpkin the harvest pumpkin shandy it's not good i like the orange and the lemon those are the only two she does the orange uh lemon she'll do the grapefruit as well nope yeah i'm not into the shanties we didn't have as much flooding as you have but we have like uh the worst designed driveway in the history of mankind so much so that at the bottom of the driveway the driveway goes from street level down a little bit i would say there's probably like a 45 degree grade Uh down to where our our garages, but it's not really even a garage. It's a basement, and the garage door is there, but the garage is for a car like a Mini Cooper. Anything bigger than a Mini Cooper, a smart car. you could drive in but not open your doors. You'd have the Dukes of Hazard out of the car, then get on top of the roof and Marine crawl down the roof onto the windshield, get on the hood, and then shimmy yourself off the hood into the house. That'd be the only way to get the, the, the Any vehicle would take up the entirety of of that garage slash uh, basement that we have out there. So the design is just terrible. Now, they put a drain at the bottom of the driveway, but the drain, because there's bushes and leaves and trees, can get covered. So my uncle, in his great MacGyverness, and he is the MacGyver of all MacGyvers, like, he doesn't design anything the way any human being would ever design anything. And if, like, the aliens ever come down and they decide to just study his designs, they will not believe that we are an intelligent being. (laughs) Because there are so many extra steps and so many unneeded steps in every design that he has ever put together. But here's the thing. You can't knock them because they work. So he lives his life by the saying, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, and (laughs) if if you can do it with one thing, he'll do it with seven things. Well, you know. Yeah, like if, if MacGyver in an episode would fix something or create a bomb with duct tape and chewing gum, he would do it with duct tape, chewing gum, a paper clip, some shoelaces, maybe a whiteout, and just an old rusty belt buckle. It's about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> he would do all those things. <laughs> so he's decided instead of instead of correcting the design flaw of the drain itself, he has created out of wire a leaf catcher. That's what he calls it. A leaf and catcher. The leaf catcher is really uh, the linchpin that holds the entire house together. Like of all the things when I speak to him, And he asked me, he doesn't ask me, how's the AC? He doesn't ask me, does your roof leak? He doesn't ask me anything about the pertinent constructural, I guess that constructural, constructional, whatever. The pertinent details of the building structure. He asked me, how's the leaf catcher? (laughs) Dear God, the leaf catcher. You have no idea. Every time we have a conversation ends with, by the way, how's the leaf catcher? It's working good, right? It's working good. I know it's working good. Leaf catcher and maybe the uh, filter for the air conditioner. The only two things he worries about is in the entire house. So we were gone and uh, they were actually coming up to check our cats and I guess the cats were fine. Everything lived. And I was laying down here uh, trying to relax a little bit after driving back from a Hoboth beach and my wife starts yelling. I hear this in the background. My! My! What? Obviously, we're flooding. She's, it finally comes oh through. We're flooding. So I spring into action. I run out. I look at the leaf catcher. The leaf catcher in that little pool area 
there's like a six or seven foot area and it's ankle deep water. Because oh, no. at this point, I've shed my clothes. I ran upstairs, put a pair of gym <laughs> shorts on. So I'm outside barefoot, topless, no hat, no nice. glasses, and just in a pair of gym shorts trying to unclog and just rip all the leaf off the top of this leaf catcher, which is not doing its job other than it caught leaves enough to clog up the entire thing. Well, it did its purpose. The water, meanwhile, that's caked up out there and built up out there in the now leaf catcher slash dam is making its <laughs> way into the basement. Our entire basement floor out here oh. was flooded with water creaking towards the man cave. Now, it wasn't deep, but it was just enough that it cooked over the it's entire enough. floor. Yeah. And we've got boxes out there. Yeah. We've got storage yeah. out there. We don't care about any of it, but now we got to move all of it and dry out. So my wife's in there. I'm unclogging it. We're all trying to scoop the water out with brooms, and it's just complete and utter hysteria. And it's just nothing I think about when it starts raining, even though I've lived in this house for five years, is to check the leaf catcher because it's always worked. Yeah. And this is the first time in a real long time. That it hasn't worked, and apparently my uncle's had water in this area, like up above his knee. So the ankle deep water out there, was, we can deal with. We that. can deal with that, but it was just the amount of rain. It happened, like you said, in an instant. It, uh, yeah, I, I have never, and it really seems like all this summer the rain has just been coming in these crazy deluges. Yep. But like I've never seen anything like that in my in my twenty four years living in this area. I've never seen it. And we've gotten so much rain lately that the ground just can't soak it up. Exactly, so it just runs off. Yeah, and it happens like we said, just instantaneously. You go from zero rain to just you know a pond in your front yard. So we both dealt with some flooding, yeah. not very fun times. You, but you, I felt like you dealt with a little bit more. I never come to my front door. I just had to deal with yeah, the... Yeah, but you had teamwork to make the dream I work, did. at least. You were on your own. You yeah. were flying solo, so you definitely had the uh, tougher road to hoe. Uh, but we, did, uh, we didn't need canoes. We didn't need to build an ark. Uh, we didn't need uh, really any uh, assistance from the fire department to come and pump the water out. We were able to take care of it ourselves. Yeah, one of the worst parts was how you said we didn't need any canoes. We yeah. have a canoe at our house, and my dad, as he was leaving, was just joking hey the canoe's out back <laughs> and then the flooding started and then the flooding began hey here's what we're gonna do real quick we're gonna hop into our drinks and our snacks because i will spend the last uh, little bit of the show i don't want to dive into like half the uh vacation uh story and, and then, have to, yeah. yeah so i got some things i want to get into so let's start with our drinks and our snacks since your snack is out let's go ahead and dive into this you went and got a uh, m&m variety for and, us and the biggest bag to feed all of burks i see that you could have used that to uh, get the water out of your house yesterday it actually smells uh okay it's this limited edition strawberry nut uh m&m there you know so. remember back in the day when oreo and m&m just had like one kind of uh flavor they just had well they had two m&m had the uh chocolate and peanut and then <laughs> and then oreo just had like the chocolate and vanilla now there's eight thousand different varieties of each yeah and still caramel to this day cannot be topped that caramel uh caramel as there is an a yeah, in there we, we always battle over that, that caramel uh m&m is one of the best snacks we've ever had here on the 222 podcast would agree all right so jump in there this is the strawberry nut limited edition m&ms we have not tried these yet and uh you just while you gave them a bit of a scrunched up face and disappointed look by the smell it looks like you're pleasantly surprised by the taste pleasantly surprised it's actually very reminiscent if you've ever had those um strawberry wafers it kind of has that feeling the uh, the taste of the strawberry wafer really not too much of a chocolate taste at all and while i don't like the strawberry wafers because of the wafer consistency and the wafer texture these strawberry nuts they're delicious yeah you're good i mean they're no caramel but i could eat that whole bag would not be a problem 
Yeah, and I was joking with you before the show. I was like, yeah, I got this giant bag, and I'm not even going to eat them. I think these are going home with me. No, these they, are pretty yeah, good. These are very, very good. I got. Let me just, well, just, I just want to make sure, Dan. I just want to make sure that we're d- doing our due diligence here. And the nut, I don't know what kind of nut it is in there. I'm guessing peanut. But, um, man, these are really, really good. They're they limited edition, so if you want them, you got to get them. But these are, are good. Yeah, they do appear to be peanuts. Uh, that's the only nut in here. So along with all your uh, other uh, fine different colors like your red uh 40 your red uh what are they, I was like, how could it be that many different kind of reds this <laughs> yellow five yellow uh, this is crazy i don't want to read the ingredients but there is some crazy stuff in there but they all they are delicious very good surprisingly very very good now you got us two teas that we're going to try it's going to be a tea and candy day here on the 222 podcast so let's do the peach one or whatever whichever one you grab is fine i got the peach all right, we got the peach iced tea. Now, this is organic steez tea. I don't think we've had this before, uh, at least not the peach variety. Uh, now, are you a big organic guy? Because I know our uh, friend Kate uh, is huge into the organic. No. No, you just grabbed these because they looked interesting? Uh, I like the word steez. Um, you know, it's uh, it's another way to say, like, you got good style, I got good steez. Is that what so, that means? Yeah, but it's spelled different. It's S-T-E-E-Z-E. This is S-T-E-A-Z. But uh, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I got some nice steez. And I, I also like green tea a lot. So. Did you just drop some hip, young lingo on us? I may have. Is that a slang word, steez? It is. Yeah, it's, uh, it may be some slang there. Now, how, how would you use steez in a sentence? Uh, you would say, um, like, let's say somebody's wearing a nice outfit. Oh, wow. Let's you- say Robbie showed up. In his sensible, uh, pleated, cream-colored Docker khakis. Okay, so you his would say... His loafers and his blue horizontal striped shirt. You would say, oh, his wow. His dad outfit. Wow. That's some nice dad stees that Robbie has. Stees. And how yeah. long... Because this is honestly... I'm not lying. Never heard of that. The first time I've heard this word. Uh, it's been around. I mean, I've been using it since high school, really. Um, so at least three years. Uh, yeah, so at least uh, four or five, about five years. Really? Yeah. So uh, steez, it would be like, yeah, you got nice style. You got nice, uh, it's like another way to say you're cool. You got good steez. Could, would, could you say that the 222 podcast is chock-a-block with steez? Yeah, you could definitely. That would That's a beautiful way to say it. I think that's. Uh, I think that should be the tagline. That's going to be the show title, chock-a-block with steez. Chock-a-block of steez. Chock-a-block of, of steez? Of steez, yeah. Why of steez? Well, I guess with steez or of steez, either way. Either way, whatever you whatever rolls off your tongue better. Both <laughs> both works, but uh Well, I don't even know what I'm saying, so uh, Well, steez is is just just style. Think about it. Style it kind of has the same kind of root. S T E E Z steez with an e on the end as well. Oh, S T E E Z E is uh steez. And then uh this uh organic tea which I'm about to try is uh, S T E A Z. All right, jump in there. I have to Google steez cuz I I feel like there's a uh 40% chance you're making this up just to make me look like a jerk on my own show. It might be on uh, probably... Uh, it's going to be an that? Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. That's an Urban Dictionary type word. But I'm sure if you even just type steez into Google, you're, it, it might even be. Uh, it might even have one of the definitions that even shows you how to pronounce it. <laughs> okay. You never know. Jump into that T there. I, uh, we're going to find out what, what, you're, uh, what you're barking at here with steez. I feel... I, I, by the way, this nothing makes me feel older than, than hearing a word. a word. By the way, I think you've spelled it wrong. Uh, There's no e on the end. Not. N- oh yeah, I guess you're right. No noun as a noun. Steez. I see. There's two. There's two spellings. That's, that's two the spellings. European spelling. That's the European spelling. <laughs> so they would say uh, uh, this guy showed a lot of steez in his leisure. And here we go. Urban Dictionary. Steez. The combination of style and ease. The world is spelled with the word is spelled with an a z just to make it more steezy. What? 
That's a terrible definition by that person. Just to make it more I think that person was drunk when they wrote that. Steez, there's with an E. Straight up easy flow and mad unique style. That's how I would describe it. Confidence and skill expressed via actions and phrases. The knock peel back in awe and amazement. You either got it or you don't. That's the best definition of steez I've ever heard. Steez, style and ease. You put it together and you get some steez. Uh, steez, a word often used by snowboarders and skateboarders, far out, bro. Means a trick done with style and ease. It's done with very little effort and done with much ease, but at the same time glides like butter. There <laughs> you go, steez. The dude has steez stick. <laughs> what? The dude has six steez on that rail. Yeah. Nice steez, bro. Steez. All right. Who knew? So that's why I picked the T, <laughs> which is actually pretty good. <laughs> Because it's kind of spelled like a word that, that I like. You, that you like. Yeah. I've never heard you use that word before. Well, now i got to start using it more. It smells very peachy. Very. I'm not a big fan of peach tea, but this is uh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, it has good flavor. It's not overwhelmingly peachy. It, it smells peachier than it tastes, um, but it's very smooth. It's not. Uh, it doesn't taste super sweet. It doesn't taste super um, uh, sweetened, or it doesn't have that sickening like um, sugariness. Yeah, like the like the. You can tell when it has that corn syrup in it, and it, it literally you yeah. can taste that. It kind of coats your tongue even, and you yeah. can get that as you're like. I guess that's the whole organic thing right there. Only no, it, 80 calories per can, so that's not too bad. Yeah, and I like it. And as far as green tea goes, this is uh, this is a good, tan of gre- good can of green tea. It's Steez is yeah, what it is. it has All some right. good Steez. We're going to try my snack next. Are you a Reese's peanut butter cup guy? It's my favorite candy. That's my wife's favorite candy. I'm more of a gummy candy guy. She saw these and wanted us to try these very bad. This is the new. I shouldn't have tore it like that because now it's going to be not looking nice in the picture. But this is the new Reese's Stuffed with Crunchy Cookie Peanut Mm. Butter Cup. So we're going to give this a go. Now, do you like them cold or room temperature? Uh, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm a, a, any kind of Reese's guy, but cold is good. The, these were in the refrigerator, nice. and then I put them in the cooler. I'm only going to try half of it because I want to save a little bit for the little lady upstairs. So I'm going to show her my steez. So um, <laughs> I don't think I used that right. Nope, it was perfect. <laughs> was, it, was that perfect? You can really use it in any way. It's a word that has no real definition, so you can just throw it out in any way you want. Style and ease. Style and ease. All right, here we go. Let me ask you a question. I'm not a Reese's peanut butter guy, cup guy. Have they ever done a Reese's peanut butter cup that has actual peanuts in it? Like I think roast... they have the bar. I don't think ever just an actual cup. No, like a Reese's peanut butter cup, like crunchy, like crunchy peanut butter. Um, I don't think they've ever done it in a cup. I'm gonna but, call uh... the people at Reese's and see if I can get that going. That's very good. I like to know what kind of cookies in there. It appears to be like an Oreo cookie type deal. Very tasty. Very, very, very. Yeah, tasty. that is good. Can you hand me a napkin, please? Not as good as uh, I don't know if the just the old faithful, but uh, it's, it's this is a good snack. So you had to pick this over a regular Reese's peanut butter cup. Which way do you go? Oh, regular, every regular. Time. It's so good, and I love poking out the middle of the uh, what of the Reese's. I like to. It's a family when you show. Don't up, do that. No, you poke out the middle of it, and then you just like it's good. It's like then you get all the peanut butter, and then on the outside it has like the good crunch. So you take out the middle and make it like a donut shape yeah, with your yeah. Reese's peanut like butter I cup. Like poke out the middle and eat the middle. Do then, it with like, your finger. Yeah. Yeah. Does it come out clean? Yeah, like a little circle. It's good. <laughs> I should have done it so you could have seen. I it. wish you would have done that. It's easier. It's easier to do with their room temperature. I got it. Next yeah. time. Next uh, time. Next week, I'll bring you a Reese's peanut butter cup. And I'll show you just to watch you poke out the middle. Sounds good with Steez. Yeah, you can only do it with Steez. Now speaking of uh, tea, his Steez tea. Uh, unbeknownst to us, we each got tea. I went with this new. Snapple brand of tea. Snapple, of course, famous for their tea. This is their straight-up tea, 
This is a sweet tea is what I got here. They had all different varieties. I just went with the uh, plain sweet tea. Uh, were you a Snapple guy growing up? No, no. I actually really didn't like uh, tea until too recent. I and mean, if I do go tea, I normally go green. Now, so did you do coffee before tea? No, I, I really, the only time I drink coffee is if I got to get up in the morning. Like, I'm really not a tea or coffee drinker, iced or, or any variety. All right, we'll jump in. This is the Snapple Sweet Straight Up Tea. Again, this is a new thing. I haven't seen this out in many uh, convenience stores, so I picked this up. Thought we'd give it something, uh, give it a bit of a go. That's a sweet tea. Yeah, as far as sweet teas go, it's not kind of like how the last one we just had. Not overwhelmingly no. sweet, so it's nice. Um, yeah, it's not a bad tea. Not a bad tea. Nothing. I don't think either of these are overwhelmingly awesome. But no, I mean, if someone handed me these, uh, I would drink it. Yeah. All right, there you go. Those are our drinks and our snacks. Uh, we'll start with your peanut uh, strawberry nut M&Ms, uh, the limited edition. What do you think? Uh, I was surprised by them, honestly. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, so I think um, I think I'll give them a four because I was actually pretty uh, pleasantly surprised by I'm them. I'm right there with you. There are no caramel uh, M&Ms. I would give them a four uh, and a half. The caramel, I think, is what I gave those. These... I think they're nearly as good. I will give them a 4.25. I respect Like, it. if the caramel is there and the strawberry nut are there, the strawberry nut are going to get ignored. I'm going to go straight caramel. But if these are at a uh, convenience store and I want a pack of M&Ms, they're going to be uh, one of my go-tos. I would take them over the plain and nut M&Ms, uh, peanut M&Ms, every time. I would agree, and it uh, almost kind of makes me sad that it says limited edition on I that know. packet. I hope they're around for a little bit. Well, hopefully there'll be a uh, crowd support and an overwhelming yeah. uh, response to well, the strawberry nut M&Ms, and they'll stick around. All right, your Steez tea which i think i like the word and your use of it more than i actually like the tea yeah i would actually agree with that it wasn't a bad tea um as far as green teas go pretty good but um nothing special about it not as you said overwhelmingly good so i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's a three it's no of course the official tea of the uh, 222 podcast is the diet icy tea so it's no diet icy tea <laughs> uh, i'll give it a uh would you give it again i gave it a three i'm gonna give it like a two and a half okay i think it's just okay uh i'm probably never going to buy a can of it again because i'm guessing it was a little pricey. I'm going to say that can in the vicinity of 233. 2 for 3. The Steez. 2 for 3. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. So $1.50, not too bad at all. All right, let's go to my Reese's Peanut Butter Cup the Crunchy Cookie variety. Uh, I thought they were just okay. I'm not a big peanut butter cup kind of guy. I have never gone to a convenience store or uh, any kind of store and bought peanut butter cups for myself. I don't go peanut butter cups. Um, I think they're just okay. I would never get them again. I'll give them like a two. They're not bad. They're not terrible. I'm just not a Reese's peanut butter cup guy. And uh, I am a Reese's guy, as you heard. So uh, I I really can't even uh, – I wouldn't buy it again. It wasn't bad. It was good. But um, I'm comparing it to that other Reese's, so I'm honestly going to give it a 1.5. Where do you give uh, just a plain Reese's? Where, where do you score that's, that? That's my favorite candy. So, I mean, as far as candy goes, that's Of that's all right the candies the in the world, you go with the, the plain Reese's peanut butter cup. It's just – it's the old faith. I can't. You can't beat it, and I love the You're consistency. You're not alone. I like my favorite. I will say is the king. I like the uh, the uh, the giant one. Yeah, I like the uh, the one the, you could bludgeon an intruder with. Yeah, I like the uh, the peanut butter to chocolate ratio in those. So you you like more ch- peanut butter than chocolate? Yeah, but I like their peanut butter. I actually am not a big peanut butter guy. I just like Reese's peanut butter that's in the original cup. Now a big hefty king cup. Can you still poke a hole through? Yeah, but you gotta really get in there. You gotta take a runny. Yeah. and jump in. And finally, the <laughs> Snapple 
uh, sweet straight up tea. I think it's uh, along the same lines as your Steez tea. I'm going to go straight down the middle, like uh, two and a half or something like that. It's just fine, but I'll probably never buy it again. Yeah, I'm not a sweet tea drinker, and uh, since I, like you, wouldn't buy it again, I'm going to give it a 1.5 as well. So there you go. Those are our drinks and our snacks uh, for this episode 61 of the 222 podcast. It's brought to you by Clingers Pubs. For more information, get on over to clingerspubs.com. And if you're looking for drinks and you're looking for snacks, uh, you can't go wrong by going on over to Clingers Pubs. they got a great menu, wings, fries, uh, all kinds of other fantastic items that you can enjoy, plus lots of lots of cold beer. So get to clingerspubs.com and pay them a visit this week. And when you walk in, walk in oozing stees. Oh, I finally got over there and got to try their wings yeah. at the airport location. Housed them, Mike, and yes. they were so, so good. I'm definitely going to be going back. It was delicious. What flavor did you get? I went uh, 20, and I went... Uh, they have a Jackie Chan, which is like a, kind of I've like had it. Asian had sauce it mixed with the ranch. When I was a judge at the Wing Off down at First Energy Stadium. Delicious. It was that great. might have been my favorite one. I went with Southwest, which is hot mixed with ranch, and then I went with their Parmesan peppercorn. That's the one that I get anywhere I go to get wings. I try their Parm Pep right up there with, uh, I would say, maybe some of the best. It was delicious. And uh, they also walk in there, and I learned that it's like Dollar Taco or something over there. What? So I get a, a one chicken taco and one beef taco, and they I was shocked with how good they were, and it didn't come in like a crunchy shell. It was like a tortilla. I that love they, the soft shell. It was a soft shell, but they they, they uh, you know grilled it ever so slightly, so it had just a little bit of a crunch to it, but it wasn't like breaking apart. It like was a, still pliable. It was delicious. So oh. really good stuff over there. What night did you go? Do you remember? Uh, it was on uh, Monday. It, it was the Monday? Monday of this week. We got to go for wings sometime. We'll have so to, down. We're doing a podcast, and then we're going for wings. Sometime. So down. I'm, I'm, I'm just craving wings. We had wings uh, when I went to a pub. I'll talk about it in a second. Down in uh, Rehoboth, and I only had like two because we shared an order with That's the table. That's terrible. It was just enough of a tease. Yeah. I want. I got to. We got to get, get over there. Yeah, we got to get over there. So there you go. Uh, did you walk in with Steez? Uh, yes, I walk into every room with Steez. That's know true. This. That's true. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, first time I've talked into one of these in quite some time. That's the longest I've gone uh, without talking into a microphone, whether it's here in the basement, at the radio station, or with the Royals in uh, years. Did you start going through withdrawal no. a little bit? Here's the surprising. Here's the surprising thing. You know how some people when they play the lottery yeah. and they're always like, oh, "I'm going to keep working. I, there's no way I'm going to go uh, and just sit somewhere and relax. I got to keep working. I got to keep busy." Here's what I've learned when I take a week's vacation and don't do anything, and I've known this since I got laid off from the bank and was completely unemployed for a good three, four, five, six months. I don't have to do anything. I could totally win the lottery and just sit around, play golf, maybe play a little cards, and sleep in every single day of my life, and it would be absolutely no problem. So you're, you're ready for retirement. I'm ready. Yeah. I have no money. You're I ready have and willing, though. no plans, and I have no <laughs> possibilities of ever retiring, <laughs> but I am ready for retirement. But the lifestyle it fits you. The lifestyle totally fits me. Like yeah, I believe it. Waking up when you wake up, yeah. the just doing what you want to do, yeah. the just going somewhere and hanging out and not having to w go by a schedule, not having to really worry, oh, I got to be here by this time, there by that time, just freewheeling it everywhere you go. I can dig that. Yeah, just had to warm your heart when you had to check your phone multiple times and say, what date is it today? <laughs> what day is it? It had to warm your heart. And I was always, especially when I'm in like the work mode, Oh yeah, I'm big into checking email constantly. Always. And this was the first vacation. I don't know if it's because we were, we were spending time on a beach and you just can't, you don't always get your phone out for fear of getting sand into it. I don't know what the deal was, but there were stretches of like eight hours 
where I didn't go and check any emails. That's like, great. I didn't wake up and the first thing I did was like I do every morning, check my email. I didn't do that. That's it was, great. It, it looked was like fantastic. you were having an awesome time posting pictures and stuff, so I was very envious. We had a great time. We ate lots of Grotto's pizza. Oh, my goodness. We ate lots of Thrasher's fries. Mm. And of the six or seven days we were there, I think we only didn't have ice cream one or two days. That's vacation that I want to be on. Yeah, but now I'm worried that my body's going to go into some kind of food <laughs> withdrawal over the next 48 hours because there's no way I can keep pumping the insane amount of food into my gullet the way I did over the last like, week. Where's my salt and sugar, Mike? Just pizza, french fries, ice cream, and beer. That was Man. all that went into my system uh, over the last week, and it was just spectacular. We headed on down there last Friday, right after the morning show. I came home. I took a half day. We packed up the car and headed down. Now, the first handful of days, we were down there with my wife, uh, my, my sister, uh, her husband, and their brand-new baby, and we caravaned down. Like, we met uh, just off uh, of the uh, 176, and we headed on down south. They knew some back way down Route 10 across 896 over to 1. They said it could avoid a lot of the traffic that would be on the 95 uh, Baltimore area. So we just decided to go that way. It was a fine drive. But I'm a big believer, especially over the last handful of years, because I had a car for a very long time. That did not have cruise control. Huh. I had a 2000 Pontiac Sunfire. Wow, the Sunfire. Hello, ladies. <laughs> hey, and black. And it, for almost five years, it had all of its paint. And wow. uh, I had that thing forever, like 11, 12 years, and drove it into the ground, like 200-some thousand miles. It was a great car. Got a lot out of it for what I paid for it. I cannot complain, other than it was lame, about my time <laughs> with the Pontiac Sunfire. Like, there's, there's only there's a very small window. That a dude can drive around in a Pontiac Sunfire. Yeah, very small. Yeah, it's like 23 to 23 and a half. Like, that's the window right there yeah. where you can drive around in a Pontiac Sunfire before it's just weird that you're driving around in a Pontiac Sunfire. Like, there's Pontiac Sunfire and there's a Volkswagen Bug. Yeah. Like, they're almost the exact same thing. Yeah, it really is. I never really thought about that. But when you put it in that context, it really is. And at the end of the day, the blame my, I blame my dad that I had a Pontiac Sunfire because there was really only two cars that I could afford at the time I was uh, shopping for yeah. cars. Was a Dodge Neon, which was a four-door car, four door car and a two-door Pontiac Sunfire. Now, oh. the Sunfire looks cooler because it has a spoiler. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Those really look cooler. Yeah. In 2000, spoilers were all the rage, Dan. Yeah. So my dad said, this looks sportier. You should get this. Thanks, Dad. So he talked me into that. Instead of having the four-door... Dion Dodge Neon, I got the two-door Pontiac Sunfire, which was just, I mean, again, for what it was, I got my money without it. It was great, but it's just there was no looking cool. And I started an uphill battle for me to begin with in the Pontiac <laughs> Sunfire. So yeah. uh, I didn't have cruise control for forever. So now that we have uh, two cars, both of them have cruise control. Whenever I'm on a highway, and I'm going to be on the highway for more than five minutes, I'm popping on the cruise control. Yeah, every time. I love the cruise control. It's right there with you. Especially on a long trip, like when you get below Baltimore on one, it's two lanes, it's pretty open, it's like 65 miles per hour, set that cruise control around 68, 70, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride on down. Yep. I'm following my brother-in-law, who's driving his car, and apparently my brother-in-law and sister, God love them, don't believe in cruise control. And they're one of those people... That when you get behind them, they do about 65, 68 and for a mile. Then they slow down to about, I don't know, 58, 59. Then they speed up to 65, 68, and then they slow down to 58, 59. 68, 58. 68, 
59. I would be going 60. crazy. I was losing my mind behind them because I just want to set the cruise control. Yeah. And I want to just let it on cruise control and ride down to Rehoboth Beach. Like, can I please take the lead, guys? So I did. I passed them. Good. Once we got over one. But I, I misunderstood them at one point. There was a text, and my wife was relaying the text, and I guess they said pass us. And I thought my wife said that we, they were going to leave. It was, it was lost in translation, even though we were all speaking the same language. I was too busy ranting and raving about the fact that they just should put cruise control on for the love of everything that's holy. Yeah. They have it. I know that's they have they it. That's why they make it. Just stick it on. On, pick a speed. Even if you do 66, I don't care. Yeah. Pick a sp- I just want to be able to put it on. And not be. And cruising. Yeah. That's all I want to do because there's nothing. Even like if you're on cruise control and you're on cruise control for 15 minutes and you come upon a slow car and it doesn't time out that you can get over, that is infuriating. Yep. Much less having to turn it off every three minutes the way I was yep. having to do on the way down. I was absolutely losing my mind. I eventually floored by them and got past them. <laughs> and I was like, see you guys later. I couldn't even do it. I could not deal with it any longer. Set it in the same way. Cruised on down. Uh, we got down there, had a great time. Uh, one night we went to a, a seafood buffet oh. called the Rusty Rudder. Yep, been and there. You've been there? Yes. All my wife wants to do every time we go to the beach, and we don't go very often, is go to a seafood buffet because she absolutely loves crab legs. Oh, okay. That's all she wants to eat. Now, for me, they're too much work. I'm right. We're so similar, Mike. Exactly. I'm the same way. I'm not going to be cracking all that no. for the most a little tiny amount of meat. You, yeah. You you taste a little bit of saltiness and oh, that was some good crab. And I'd not, rather, give me the soup. Not only are they so much work, but there's times you just fail so often. Yeah. It's like trying to hit a baseball. Yeah. Like if you're batting 300, getting a complete piece of meat out of a crab leg, you're doing well. But I can just go up there and they have piles of crab balls which is a delicious tiny little crab cakes that I can just pile on my plate and just shove them into my mouth, and it's super easy. But meanwhile, they're all sitting there, and they all have the crab legs and piles of them. They got their crackers. They're putting them open. They're dousing them in butter, and I truly believe this. Anybody who eats crab legs and clams uh, just like in mountains, you're not doing it because you like crab legs and crams. What? Crab right? What? Crab legs and clams. You're doing it because you like butter. Yeah, they are sopping so much butter on this. You're not seafood. even tasting it. All they're tasting is melted butter. Well, it's pretty good though. They're going through shot glasses. Well, why don't you of just melt- take the shot? Just take the shot. I'm with just you. Just stand up next to the little. They got like this big giant uh, crock pot filled with melted butter. Just walk up. Just tell the lady to hit you. Take a sip. Put the thing down and go. Let's run it again. Yeah, and just keep filling it up. Hit me again. Just till the. I think you've had enough, sir. Till the diarrhea overwhelms you. <laughs> and it will. And just it will. Ride that crazy flume till you can't get on anymore. It's just ride that crazy flume <laughs> till it becomes a crazy flume. Exactly. Like I, I just, I really believe that the only reason that people eat that much seafood is because they just they're looking for a socially acceptable way to just drink butter. Yeah, I think you're right. And I, I, I think you're onto something there. If they could do some investigative reporting, they would just take a small sponge in the shape of the seafood, and they would soak it in the butter, and then just wring it out in their mouth. <laughs> I believe that's the only reason we that should, people eat seafood. We could start a restaurant like that. I had a couple. I did a couple crab legs, but I didn't dip them. In. I just had the crab because I want to eat the crab. The yeah. crab's good. Yeah. But then I got tired, angry, and bored, and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm with you. But they had sushi there. You've been there for it was excellent. There was sushi on there. Really, there good was stuff. roast beef on there. Uh, there was all kinds of delicious seafood on there. You could not go wrong. And then, of course, the best thing about any buffet, 
and Ahmed has it over here at the Why Missing uh, Family Restaurant. Excuse me, Why Missing Restaurant Bakery is, of course, the soft serve ice cream machine. Nothing better. And you always you you feel like such a uh, such an incredible like artisan yes. as you're crafting and just putting the sprinkles on there ever so slightly. I love it. They did. They had the uh, the big plastic see through uh, cups that you could use, right? Awesome. And they had the spray dressings that you can spray on this outside to make it look like you're making some kind of design. What? So like you squeeze the thing and it's like a you know a, a precision tip and the caramel shoots out and I put it on the outside <laughs> and then I'm making and I put the chocolate ice cream in there. So I look on the outside. It's the chocolate ice cream and then the little like shoots of caramel inside the oh cup it looked beautiful then i looked over and they had just a steaming hot dish much like the butter and this is where i go from a person on my soapbox to a hypocrite because they just had a giant tub of caramel oh melted caramel that's the best so all i did i had almost more caramel in this cup then I had chocolate ice cream. I'm just using Smart ice man. cream as an excuse to eat caramel <laughs> by the liter. That's awesome. I have switched from American measurements to the metric system. <laughs> That's how excited I am about this big, giant bucket of caramel. Yeah. And I just dump it on top. Ugh. Dump it. And then I put like two pumps of hot fudge just to make it look like I had a plan. Yeah. But no. No, there just, was no plan. I get back and my daughter's looking. What is that? It's just caramel. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't judge me. I, I'm just, I got two spoons. I'm just shoveling it in. Crying. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I want, if, Again, if I didn't think everyone was staring at me for just making love to this bucket of caramel, <laughs> I just would have stood there with a straw and just sucked it out like the thickest, warmest Ugh. milkshake you've ever had in your life. I just imagine the Honey the Pooh optics of him reaching into the honey baskets yes. and just having caramel of you that are everywhere. If they would have had caramel inside a tree and the only way to get to it was through a tiny little <laughs> hole in the tree, you would have just had my ass sticking out that tree Ugh. and I would have been up to my waist just trying to get to that caramel. <laughs> It was amazing. It was oh, so fantastic. Man after my own heart. And then I thought I was winning. Like, I thought, that's it. Who's who's going to dessert better than me no. at this buffet today? Nobody. I just ate more more caramel than is in the Wonka's factory. No one could beat you. Yeah, gl- gl- what's it, gl- Augustus Gloop? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's embarrassed by me. You. Yeah, he's embarrassed by what I just did. Sure, he dove into a chocolate river. I am just I'm I'm just eating I'm bobbing for apples in a caramel tub. He said, "Wow, did you see that caramel eating steez on my Keller? Wow, <laughs> das is great." <laughs> so I think I'm the winner. There's no way anybody can outdo me. And then I look over to my right because I'm eyeballing a second trip. I look over to my right. Oh no. There's a 12-year-old. Now, you know, at any buffet, you got your like soup bowls, bowls. Then you got your like see-through Maybe small Frisbee-shaped salad dishes, mm-hmm. right? And then you got your dinner plates. Oh, yeah. And at a buffet, especially a seafood buffet because of, like, crab legs are giant, the dinner plates, they mean business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, As they should. They're giant. Good. You need two hands. Yeah. There is a 12-year-old, and I, I almost went over and shook this kid's hand. <laughs> if I didn't think I'd be put on a list in the state of Delaware for doing this, I would have went over and, sh- and shook this kid's hand and said, well done, sir. You're an inspiration to all of us. I look over. He's got a dinner plate under the soft serve ice cream machine. He's just filling up that entire giant dinner plate with soft serve chocolate vanilla ice cream and just loving every minute of it. The swirl. I almost, for not even saying to him, just go to his parents and be like, 
That is, some, you did a great job. Yeah, that's that's a brave young man you have over Whatever there. Whatever you did, write a book. Yes, you should write a parenting, uh, just the parenting Bible, because you're doing everything correct. This kid is winning Rehoboth Beach right now. We're not even on Rehoboth Beach. We're in Dewey, but it doesn't matter. He's winning all of the Delaware beaches. Wow! And he just filled it up like a giant mountain of melting goodness. And I couldn't, I I couldn't even see what he was putting on top of it because I was crying. There were tears in my eyes, tears of like, joy and pride and humanity of yeah. what this kid was doing. And then that's the uh, that's the next generation. So it looks like maybe the greatest generation. And uh, it was fantastic. I mean, it was just out of this world. And Sounds like it. Yeah. So I won the uh, well, came in second for the deserting. Meanwhile, my my wife and my brother in law. My brother in law is famous for his stunts of eating. Like he can just eat giant amounts of food. But both him and my wife just like if there's any crab legs left in the ocean. I'm going to be surprised. They just, they just kept, my wife was getting embarrassed, so she would send me up for crab legs. I've been there. And I would come back and hand them to her. Yeah, I've been there. She's like that, the crab leg lady, the, tra- the crab They're leg lady, she's eyeballing me. She's <laughs> eyeballing me. And I think it all comes because we were in the, we were in the Dominican one time. Uh, this is when we just at first started dating. This is the first time, uh, we've probably been dating six months, and I, I was uh, on a vacation with her entire family in the Dominican. And it was a, uh, kind of a, uh, very European resort we were mm-hmm. at. They said they don't get many Americans there. And, uh, you know, you get the resort, the beach. It's very cool. And we were up for lunch, and we all had our bathing suits on. And my wife had just, like, a big T-shirt on over her bikini. And we were up there. We're getting food, and she just was getting a pile of something. And she was super, super svelte. And the guy behind the, I don't know, roast beef slicer, he looks up at her, taps his stomach, and I guess doesn't speak much English, and goes, Baby? baby oh no she came back with this plate of food and she looked like super dejected and oh, she told no. us this story we're like oh i'm so sorry I'm like what can i do and yeah, what like, are you gonna do i can't go beat up this foreign guy who doesn't speak any english you're kind of like that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> well played sir yeah. well played i went up and fist bumped him yeah yeah that yeah. was before fist bumping was even cool i, I walked up with steez and gave that gentleman a fist bump that's the only way you walk uh, a couple other quick things uh and this isn't just for vacation uh, destinations this is also for just like anywhere i believe it should be if i ever run on any kind of political uh platform if i ever run for any office i believe that one of my uh issues will be my core issues that if you have a restaurant right any kind of establishment and you have a booze menu for beer liquor any kind of stuff like that that you have to put the price of all of your alcoholic beverages on that menu. You just can't list the alcoholic beverages and not put prices up there. I would say more than not, with you bringing that up, I would say more often than not, you see that there isn't uh, prices on it. No. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you're onto something. Because at the Rusty Rudder, I ordered a Corona Light mm-hmm. just when we started eating. Nothing, and that's beer. not a crazy beer. No. And they had some other craft beers on there, but I thought, you know what, we're spending a lot for dinner because uh, seafood buffets are expensive. Buffets, yeah. Seafood Phoebe buffets are expensive. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I'm going to just get this easy drinking beer. Uh, I'm at the beach. Yeah. Corona light. I'm living the, I'm living yeah, the you dream. Don't, you don't see me as a Corona orderer even. No. Yeah. And I was living, you know, yeah, on exactly. vacation. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I like Corona. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm just saying. So I got the bill. What do you think the Corona light cost? Uh, well, what would you expect? I would it to expect cost? it to cost. Uh, I mean, if you're at a Rusty Rudders, I would say maybe a, a, a three dollar and fifty cent beer. You'd think that, yeah. And if it was five, you'd be like, okay, I'm well, on vacation. I'm at the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Corona Light was seven dollars and fifty cents. That is egregious. I was taken aback. 
you can get a uh, nearly you can get a six pack for that. You can get <laughs> a case of Corona, I believe, for like thirty five, forty dollars. Yeah. I paid seven fifty for one beer. Yeah, that's egregious. I wouldn't have paid seven fifty if there was a price on there of anything. Yeah, you, there wouldn't have been a uh, order for that. That should not light. be allowed. And if you look, if you go to your waiter or waitress at any restaurant, how much are the beers? You feel like the cheapest of cheapskates. Exactly. And they're like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know from working in a restaurant. They do do that. Yes. I So I, I, I put prices on there. Just yeah, I completely agree. That's and I uh, and really, um, with you bringing that up, like I said, I really uh, no, think more often than not. So they're trying to they're trying to dupe us, Mike. They are duping us, and they're winning because yeah. beer is delicious. Real quick, we're running out of time, but there's a couple things here. So there's this one thing that happened on vacation, speaking of being a cheapskate, that even I was surprised I was this cheap. So we went to Bethany Beach, the Uptown Band. You've heard of the Uptown Band yep. right here in Berks County. They were performing at Bethany Beach, which is about 25 minutes uh, down from Rehoboth. You drive through Dewey, right on Route 1, and it's a beautiful drive. You drive through Delaware, uh, like the state, I forget what they call it, Beach Park or something. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful drive. And you're, yeah, I really do like it down there. It's, it's really, a nice area. It is really nice area. All three of those beaches yeah. are just such a nice area. So we drive down to Bethany, and it's about uh, 7.30 we arrive, we drive around. It's about 7.45 when we're finally parking. And I look at all of the uh, parking meters because you got to pay for parking down there. It's just how it goes if you're Everywhere. not staying. It's not a problem. And they got the app now, and everything is done by credit cards. You pick your re- – it's great. It's That's very so convenient. Helpful. And, you, like, you can put on – we go to the beach in Rehoboth. We put on, like, uh, two hours to start. And it texts you when it's 15 minutes left. You can extend. Oh, that's great. You don't have to run to the uh, meter every two hours. It's really, really very convenient. But I get to the uh, Bethany area. And it's 745 now I pull in. And I look at the sign. You only have to pay to park till 8. So I'm like, this is fantastic. I have no quarters, but I'll just put in the 15 minutes on the app. Yeah. Everything will be fine. So I'm playing with the app. And for some reason, the app won't let me do it. So I'm like, no big deal. I got a credit card. I'll go over to the stand over here, the little uh, machine, and I'll just put my credit card in and do the 15 minutes. So I put my credit card in, and it says $4.50. Here's how they get you. The minimum that you can put on a credit card is $4.50. So even though... It's 15 minutes. Yeah. If I don't want a chance getting a ticket, you have to pay. which will probably be 60, 70 bucks, I'm going to have to pay $4.50 for 15 minutes. Because if I just stand in my car or drive around the block for 15 minutes, I can park at the exact same place for free. So I go back and I start looking under the cushions of the seat and on the floor. I gotta trying find, to find I'm something. trying to find a quarter. Yeah, that's it. So I find one quarter. It's now 7.48. I go back to the machine. I put the quarter in. Apparently, the quarter gets you like seven minutes. <laughs> so by the time I got there, it was 7.49. This took me to 7.56. I'm like, we're going to chance it. I put the receipt on the dashboard. I start Uh-oh. walking down. As I walk down, out in front of me, two blocks down, is the mistaken, unmistakenly uh, sign that has a bright green vest on. It's a parking meter maid. And he's checking oh, he knows what he's all doing. of the receipts. So I walk back to the car. The rest of my family, my sister, her husband, the baby, my wife, my daughter, they headed into town. I sat in my car with the door closed, the windows up like an idiot wow. for 10 minutes just to not just to make sure I didn't get because I was not paying $4.50. Well, yeah, and you Is there a pay- bigger scam that you've ever heard of? And, I, and most people were doing it, by the way. They were walking up, swiping their card. I guess they're on vacation. They don't care. But I was paying so much for parking all week. There's no way I was throwing an extra 450 out of there. Yeah, just for 15 minutes. 15 I, minutes. I, I, I actually respect the hustle. I don't think that makes you a cheapskate. I actually respect the commitment 
to uh, to just stick into your principles. It makes me a skin flint of epic proportions. I liked I it. I I sat there in the I came out sweaty and gross. I don't know why I didn't open the window. It didn't. Even, I, now that I think back on it, that was the dumbest thing I did. Much less just sitting <laughs> in the window, not opening the window. Because you wanted to make you had to make it yourself earn it. I guess that's what I did. But I would. There's no way. And I would if had the meter made got to me by like seven. I just would have moved my car. I just would have driven away. Peace, man. <laughs> I would have driven away with Steez. Yes. And one final thing. One final thing. We're going to go a little long here. Because I'm going to reach into the box as well. We're going to try one snack. Oh, yeah, the New Zealand. One final thing. When, when you go to the beach and you want to relax, what's one thing that people really like to do when they're just hanging out on the beach relaxing? Uh, my favorite, I just like to lay down, you know, put on some music and just like relax. Put okay. my headphones or something. And then sometimes maybe you'll uh, fall asleep, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. There are so many. Here's the thing. We as human beings don't know how we look when we sleep. No, we do not. And we're not attractive when we sleep. No, especially us. Especially guys. Yeah. God bless women for what you put up with when we're snoring, <laughs> drooling, farting, and just all kinds of other bodily things that are happening next to you while we sleep. Let me just apologize on behalf of all men. Thank you. Because it's terrible. And I'm walking back and forth to the beach chasing my daughter around. There's no way I could take a nap at the beach because I got a, a 10-year-old and, or an 8-year-old, whatever she is. I forget. Uh, <laughs> wants to be in the ocean, in the surf constantly. We had a great time. It was a lot of fun. I'm not complaining. But I'm walking back and forth, and there's just guys who are falling asleep, and they're just on their back, and their mouth is open. There's drool coming out. Like, nose hairs are flaring. Ugh. It looks like a party favor. Every time they breathe, like there's just there's just no reason Ugh. that we should be that comfortable. Like someone, if someone took a picture of you while you were sleeping and was like, "This is what you look like out in public," no one would ever sleep on the beach ever again. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. I just don't. I mean, that's that, why I go face down. That kept me awake. I go face down. And speaking of being face down, girls like to do the bit where they lay face down and then they unhook their top. Yeah. So they don't get the tan line. Yeah. Now, if this were me. I couldn't do this because I'd be flashing everyone within a, a hundred feet. If I, because I, how can you be so confident that you're not going to roll over? Yeah, because I, I move way too yes. much. Yeah, I toss and turn. How can you? I, maybe it's a guy thing again. But no woman has ever been worried, I guess, about rolling over in her sleep. No. Because I would totally do that. Oh, in my sleep, yeah, because I, I move around so much. Yeah, I would definitely be rolled. There's days I move more in my sleep than I do when I'm awake. Well. Women are normally a lot smarter than me, so. I guess. Those are two things that I was looking at. Yeah, that's rough. I got a lot more notes, but we're not going to have time to get into them. It ha well, that's because we always get off on tangents. Yes. We, but we, we like each other too much. We had a fantastic time. We oh, had I always love coming in. fantastic time. Next week with you, I want to talk about driving with other people in the car. So we'll get into that coming okay. up next week here on the 222 Podcast. Tell me when to stop there, Daniel. Stop. Okay, we got here. Big bag. This are the Bagel Crisps mm. Marmite. Huh? What the hell is Marmite? That sounds like a type of animal. It looks like... Um, like briquettes well, for car charcoal. Well, there's a little container on the package here, and it appears to be almost like a peanut butter type deal. Marmite. Marmite. Is that like, is that like Vegemite? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it's Vegemite or like we uh, Nutella. We come from the land down under? We come from a land down under. <laughs> Oh, this is this is down under to the right, as we said last time here. So let me just open this. By the oh, way, yeah, none of these right. packages open very easily. Now I like bagel crisps. Bagel crisps are good. Yeah, I like bagels. I don't know about marmite. Now I don't know what marmite is. I don't know what I'm tasting, but it's not bad. No, it's good. 
I don't even know what to really... I don't know what to compare it to. Abe's Bagel Bakery. Marmite made to be messed with, and here at Abe's, we love messing with Marmite, so much so that we added it to our Bagel Crisp recipe and came up with what we think is the perfect combination. Now you can eat Marmite anytime and anywhere, and you don't even need a toaster. They're good. It's good. Uh, I would give it... I would eat them again. Yeah. I would give this probably like a three and a half. Yeah, I would say that's... Very good. Yeah, three and a half. Again. I don't know what it is. I don't... I can't explain it. I can't even... You know how we like to say, it tastes like this. Yeah. There's nothing it tastes like, but it's good. It could be kangaroo dung, for all I know. And... Crikey. Crikey. You got kangaroo dung on my bagel crisps. <laughs> Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. That is delicious. There you go. Episode 61 of the 222 podcast. The only other thing that I want to say is... I don't like scheduling a vacation for this late in the summer. I can because respect that. we've been looking forward to it all summer. And now summer's done. And now my daughter has one more week off of school and summer's over. Wow. Yeah, they go back to school. Not this Monday. Not today as we get this uh, out on a Monday, but the following Monday. I don't miss that at all. I do not miss that, but we go to work every day. Yeah. Some of us literally every single day, Dan. I know. <laughs> I know you know. I know you know. That's uh, episode 61 of the 222 podcast. Once again, we're thinking about the Lessigs. Hopefully we'll have a third Lessig to talk about sometime very, very soon as Robbie and Leah will be having little chase here any day now, and uh, we're excited for both of them. Don't you think so? Sorry, I was just reading this Marmite. That stuff is good, and it I'm very good. excited, and hopefully uh, everything is uh, A-OK over at the Lessig household. Good sell there, Dan. <laughs> 222 <laughs> Podcast brought to you by Klinger's Pubs. For more information, get on over to Klinger'sPubs.com and like all three locations on Fleet, uh, Facebook. That's Klinger's of Fleetwood, Klinger's at the airport, and the original Klinger's on Carsonia. Each have their own Facebook pages where they pop up specials and all kinds of events that are going down. So like them, like them, like them, and uh, check out Klinger'sPubs.com and get on over there and enjoy the wings and delicious tacos that uh, Dan was feasting on last week. And when you walk in, walk in with Steez and please let them know that you heard about him here on the 222 podcast. Did you let him know that? Uh, I didn't. I was scared. I, I thought I would be like, I didn't want to be like name dropping like, hey, I've been on that 222 well, podcast. Well, don't say you've been on it. Just say, hey, heard about you guys on the 222 podcast. I should have. I was scared. I would say it was my first time there. I'm, I'm weird. Don't be scared. I won't be scared next time. I'll hey, say hello next time. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, and on Twitter at Mike and Robbie. Plus, you can drop us an email, 222MNR at gmail.com. It's been two shows now without an email from Riley. What did we do? He's breaking our hearts. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, he's like Kiki D in the Elton John song. <laughs> we we should have known better. Man, I miss Riley. Dan, you want <laughs> anything you want to say to these animals, Dan? Thank you so much for listening. And uh, that's that. And listen to Dan officially now, every day, on Good Afternoon, Berks Country from 3 until 5. Every day. Every day. I'll be there. There you go. He'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Dan will be back with me next week as well. Have a great, great week. Thanks for listening, and uh, stay cool.